Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. For the last number of weeks, we have been talking about building a life of significance. And we are giving the seven foundation stones that a life of significance is built upon. The first foundation stone is that we must determine our core values. The second, we need to establish key relationships. The third, we needed to strengthen our resolve. The fourth, we need to discover the right perspective. The fifth, how do we make our life count? The sixth one was connecting to the source of power. And we're going to go on today and look at this last foundation stone, and that is building for eternity. Now, if we're going to have a life of significance, it must have eternal significance. If we only build for the moment, if we only build for a year or two, our life is not going to be significant. You know, I pick up different business books and it talks about building a company. And one book especially focused on building a company to last, making it multi-generational. Don't just build for your life, but build for the next generation and for the next generation after. That's how you would have a company that is significant, building it for our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. And it seems to be that the more you can build for the future, longevity, the more significant the company would be. Now, that's just to do with companies. But what about our lives? If we are going to live a life of significance, then our life must have eternal significance. It must be more than just for this present time. And that's really the difference between success and significance. We can have a life of success in that we have made a lot of money and perhaps made a name for ourselves. But what long-lasting significance does our life have? And many times, success and significance are two different things. You can gain a lot of money, but inwardly you know that your life is very shallow and very empty. So let's talk about this and see what the scripture says. I'd like to start in Genesis chapter 11 and verse 4. Here a group of people want to build a tower. They want to build a tower of significance. Listen to how it reads in verse 11. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. I mean, they really wanted to exceed. They wanted to excel. They wanted the top of this tower to be in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. Now, this tower that they were building is the Tower of Babel, and it represents man's best attempts at significance within his own power. These people wanted to build something of significance. They wanted its top to be in the heavens. They wanted to excel. They wanted to have a name for themselves. In other words, they wanted to be known. They wanted their reputation to be based upon this tower that they were building. And they didn't want to be scattered abroad over the earth. They wanted something that would bring unity, something that would bring them together, that they would have harmony. Now, 
isn't this a lot like our lives? We want our life to excel. We want it to reach high into the heavens. We want to have a name. We want to build a name for ourselves. And we want to have something that our family and our friends can circle around so we can be together. Now, these are worthwhile goals. But we see in this particular case that God was displeased because they were building it separate from him. And even though they tried to reach heaven with it, they were not going to be able to. And we know the story how God came down and he confused the languages. So they could not finish this. I think the same thing happens in our life when we try to build something just on our own. There's a confusion that comes. And no matter how much success we achieve, we still sense that it lacks significance. I remember reading a little while ago about Buzz Aldrin. You remember Buzz Aldrin. He was one of the first two men on the moon with Neil Armstrong. What an achievement they were involved in. I mean, they actually landed on the moon. And down through history, we'll always remember the names of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. They, they really literally reached the heavens. And yet I remember reading about Buzz Aldrin, how that following this, he went into depression and bouts of alcoholism, and his life really became a mess. Now, why would that be so after such an achievement? I tell you, because just natural achievement alone will not satisfy us. It has to be something deeper. A lot of people think that a life of significance is based on how much money they have amassed. Because if you have money, then it gives you freedom to get the things that you want to do, travel the places you want to go, and so forth. But all of that is just temporal. It's all of this world. And it's only when we build for eternity, it's only when our life counts for eternity that we're truly going to have peace and satisfaction and a sense of accomplishment. Listen to the story that Jesus gave in Luke chapter 12. In verse 19, he speaks about a rich man. And this is what the rich man said. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. What was Jesus telling us in this parable? He called this man a fool. Was he a fool because he had gained riches and was planning ahead of how he was going to bring his crops into barns and he realized I need to build more barns? No, he wasn't a fool that way. He was a fool because he had spent all of his attention on those matters and had never given any thought to eternal matters. That's why he was a fool. Listen, God wants us to be good businessmen. He wants us to run companies and he wants us to be employed in companies and do the very best that we can and to get ahead in those matters. But it is not to be at the expense of recognizing there are eternal matters. There are eternal values that are more important. And I can gain riches in this life and yet actually be a pauper when I enter eternity. Jesus was saying, you can be rich towards God. Now look at Matthew 6 and verse 19, another teaching of Jesus. He says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy 
and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. Don't allow your total focus just to be on the things of this life and the gaining of wealth. You know, a rich man came to Jesus and asked him what he must do to inherit eternal life. And Jesus said, sell all that you have and come and follow me. And the Bible says that this rich young ruler went away sorrowful. And Jesus says in this matter in Luke eighteen twenty four, And when Jesus saw that he became very sorrowful, he said, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And those who heard it said, Who then can be saved? But he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Then Peter said, See, we have left all and followed you. So he said to them, Assuredly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or parents or brothers or wife or children for the sake of the kingdom of God who shall not receive many times more in this present time and in the age to come eternal life. Listen, Peter was standing there and watched this rich young man leave. And he said to Jesus, We've left all to follow you. And Jesus commended him and said, Listen, I tell you, those that put an emphasis on eternal things above natural things, he said they're going to be blessed. They're going to receive many times more in this present time, like in this natural life, and in the life to come, eternal life. It's all the focus. It's all what you put your attention on. It's not that we can't have wealth. It's not that we can't enjoy the things of this life. No, we can do that. In fact, this portion says that if we put God first, he's going to bless us in this life. Those things are going to be added to us. But also, we're going to have eternal life. We won't be like the fool who put his total attention on amassing wealth and missed being wealthy towards God. I tell you, what we need to do is build for eternity. When you are setting your priorities, when you're thinking about what your life is all about, ask yourself, will this count for eternity? Will this matter in eternity? For it is to the degree we build for eternity, to the same degree our life will have eternal significance. So don't get caught up in the philosophy of this world. It's so easy to get caught up in it, to think that I should pursue wealth, and that's the most important thing, and to have money, then I'd really be successful. In fact, we can become intimidated by those that are wealthy or those that are better off, and we feel like we're not measuring up. It's the whole keep up with the Joneses syndrome. But listen to what David said in Psalm 49 in verse 16. Do not be afraid when one becomes rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dies, he shall carry nothing away. We need to have an eternal perspective. And so just because someone has amassed wealth in this life, don't feel intimidated. Don't put yourself down. Don't unduly compare yourself with that individual. Because the scripture says when he dies, he's going to carry nothing out of this life. It's only going to be what has he deposited in eternity that is going to count. You know, the only surefire way that I know we can 
transfer natural wealth into eternal wealth is to use the resources that we have for the kingdom of God, to help build Christ's kingdom, to help build the church, to do good works in this life with the money that God has given us. So that as Matthew 5.16 says, that men will see our good works and glorify our Father, which is in heaven. Well, I see that our time is gone, and we'll wrap this up tomorrow. Till then, I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.